0: Hello, and welcome to episode 63 of the Classic Lenses podcast. My name is Simon Forster, and I'm hosting this podcast from Stoke-on-Trent in the UK. By popular demand, we've brought back Carl Havens from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, Carl. Good morning, Simon. Welcome back. Welcome back, Carl. Um, Oh, how nice. How nice to to hear your voice again. It's good of you to join us, and uh, we also have, as usual, uh, Johnny Sisson in Chicago, Illinois. Hello, Johnny. Good morning, all. And how nice to hear your voice too, Johnny.
1: Yeah, who's who, who that? I don't recognize that voice. Is that? Oh, it's Carl. Hey, Carl's back.
0: <laughs> Forgot what you sounded like there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, we we were chatting beforehand about when when somebody goes missing on the Sunday Sixteen podcast they 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 come back and people say oh where have you been oh everything's all really nice but no we, we do things differently over here uh, wow. yeah, yeah we're we're not happy when Carl disappears so uh, yeah he deserves to get all everything that gets thrown it, at him right you, you need to understand our
1: displeasure at not having you on the podcast
2: and oh, thank and Johnny thank, thank you so much for helping me. Get some good shots at that concert last night when I was having a total clusterfuck with the settings on my camera.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that's, you know, I'm here to be your full-time (laughs) 24-7 tech support. What does this button do by Carl Carl Havens?
2: And Simon dials on top of cameras
0: with shutter speeds. They are important. Let's like let, again we're not we're, we're not going to go there today um but I'm, I'm just going to say uh, keen listeners uh, will be a little bit confused um, at this point because uh, last week we said that episode 62 was the last ever classic lenses podcast uh, because we were joining um the uh, classic film negative sunny lensless studio podcast or CFNsFL SP uh, for short um, and well it's going to be said uh, it was a joke it might not have been the funniest joke in the world but um, that's that's what we did last week and we are back with a with a proper show now um, and we're going to do things a little bit differently uh, this week um, for reasons which will become clear quite soon um, so we're going to start off uh, by thanking those people that have donated to us uh this week uh, in spite of what we did last week as well, I might I might say. Um so the first one uh that came in was from Ian Fleming and uh those uh that you may not know Ian Fleming uh is in the current sunny sixteen podcast. uh having a chat on there. So uh it's a good listen. So uh, be well worth Heading over to Sunday 16 and listen, listening to, uh, to Ian, uh, and he says here, uh, great episode, folks. And he's talking about the episode that was last week with uh, Mike Novak, um, and he says, uh, love my TLRs uh, plus plus the outtakes were bloody funny. Uh, thanks, Ian. Um, I think possibly the outtakes were probably the best part of the, the part of the show, and I think there was about ten minutes worth of them as well. So uh, yeah, we we en- we enjoyed. Uh, the making of that uh, that, that episode. Um, quick mention to say uh, we've had uh, repeat donations from Lawrence Dunn and James Thorpe. Um, thank you very much, uh, guys. It's really, really appreciated. So, uh, um, but you don't get your names read out every week, which is, seems a bit odd seeing that you actually regularly contribute, but there you go. So uh, um, thank you again. Um, then we had uh, James Cleveland, uh, saying wow great episode this week guys uh m surprise interruptions had me laughing out loud um also oh is that g g rose it's that, that kind of kebab thing isn't it uh g rose and uh lenses go together like uh pp P, and j um is it no pb and j is that something like that dr pepper kind of stuff is, PB that, is it P B and j you don't know
2: what pb and j is are you serious nah. No idea. Get out of here. Okay. No, they, well, we're not tell,
0: We're not going
1: to tell you. So oh. imagine that – what is it? Is it that Marmite shit? What is that stuff called? Marmite. That salty, that salty that's, yeah, dried cum stuff. <laughs> the Marmite. Okay. So uh, so substitute the Marmite for something that um, doesn't taste like salty, dried cum, and you, that's pretty much what peanut butter <laughs> is. <laughs>
0: Right. Okay. I was. I that peanut peanut butter and jelly, or jelly? Peanut you butter and jelly. jelly. There you go. Uh, I, I never understood that. That does. <laughs> That just does not make sense if you if you're British at least anyway. Um, well, there you go. Um, okay, so that one's that's that one cleared up. So thank you, James. Um, then we had a uh, donation from down here. Is W. S. Pavetto? Uh, assuming I'm spelling your pronouncing your name correct. Otherwise known as Bill. Um, and Bill is somebody that we spoke about uh, before uh, because Bill is um, heavily into uh, the city side of things. As in, like he is a cinematographer, I believe. Um, and uh, he's saying. I think it's actually referring to one of the comments from a previous episode where we talked about C-mount lenses or didn't, I should say. Um, And it says it's time to do a podcast on cine lenses with micro four thirds, as well as navigating through the wild frontier of C-mount lenses. They're fun. uh, They're fun to use and still cheap. Um, Make make it. uh, and keep up the great work well thanks for that bill and i think we will be in touch with you on that one because i think it's uh, getting close for that time to happen so uh, we will be in touch on that one and then uh, chris holland has donated to us again um and it says it's a coffee for carl hopefully he will never leave the classic lenses podcast <laughs> it's great that you have come back so uh, yeah yeah you are your absence is being noticed there you um, go yeah uh, um yeah. Uh, Otherwise, he has to photograph exclusively with with Raynox lenses uh, for the rest of his life. I'm sure he'll be fine with that. Uh, Johnny might not be, but I think Carl will be, because Carl appreciates uh, wet on wet. Um, So uh, best greetings, including a wet on wet bokeh, uh, Chris Holland. Um, And uh, I've mentioned James Thorpe. And then finally, which is actually, I say finally, this is actually the first um, one that came through. If I can find it... Uh, Oh, where have we gone now uh, Chris, ah. Ah, here we go um, so couldn't find a coffee page for the hypersensitive podcast so could you pass on could you pass on this to the nice Hamish and M for keeping for keeping the little man's podcast going in the face of the of the oh my word um, I think is refer, referring to the to the massive uh, monolith of a podcast that we launched last week um, so yeah so so Nigel um has very kindly donated uh six pounds um but he he sent it he sent it to us um with the view that it needs to be sent on to somebody else and uh and we're we're obviously more than happy to do that nigel and uh and to make that happen um we've invited em and hamish uh to come on to our show and, and accept that money are you are you there em and hamish
3: I'm wondering if he thinks that that six quid is a good... Because I've lent him a camera. So I'm wondering if he thinks that's some sort of, like, rental or maybe a down payment.
0: That was
4: an M6, wasn't it? I I, I was told that there was a six in it, but I was expecting a couple of zeros. It it was was
3: an M6. So six pounds for an M6, maybe that's what he thinks.
0: That's a good deal, that is. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to be needing your... uh, your uh actually you've got a coffee page haven't you um not M. I i know you haven't got one but um hamish you've you've got one for 35 msc haven't you yeah yeah that's more than it happy so
3: i more than happy to um receive that
0: so and uh it's probably a good time to actually give a plug out for your for your coffee page as well
3: uh yeah it's somewhere on the website <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I do, I do i do believe this is now turned into an episode of the hypersensitive podcast um the sounds of it. yeah yeah that's it sounds about right
1: that's, yeah that's the hypersensitive podcast right <clears throat> sounds
4: about right
3: yeah it sounded almost exactly like bellamy talking that did it
4: did it did um so so six quid
0: uh, less fees yeah less fees less sh- yeah
4: <laughs> well I'm, I'm 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 really appreciative and i'm very much looking forward to buying a bottle of shampoo uh with uh, with my winnings <laughs> um like most like most good south londoners i'm going to be going and buying panten for a ten at super drugs uh so i guess i should have oh em's Same cash left same over sense of humor for, uh, applies to the recording of hypersensitive out hammy um and a a mars bar just to finish that sentence six quid is it actually six quid or is
0: it six dollars no it's it's, oh it's pounds because we've we've got it set up um
4: in sterling
0: (laughs) is uh, that something you can do is it i didn't think
3: you could do that
4: yeah yeah and James Hamish mind. is bringing his, uh, his, his unique brand of technical skills to uh, to the podcast, just like he does to hypersensitive, and then moans about it afterwards.
1: Can you change the currency on the fly? I mean, as things go up and down, you know, seeing as how certain currencies may be crashing in the next week here, are you, are you able to hold on to that money and then convert it to another currency mm-hmm. before you actually take it out as a deposit? Or how does that work? Th- you are
3: talking so, about Brexit. We're not expecting that to happen for another forty-six years. So <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: we, we're just going to have the uncertainty instead, aren't we? So, mm. uh, but, but yeah, no, I, th- I think we—you uh, know—I will be monitoring the exchange rate and the and the, the day when uh, a pound is worth less than uh, a dollar. We, we we probably will switch to dollars at that point. Right. Um, it seems that we've lost coal. Oh Jesus Christ! What? Carl,
1: yeah. it was the, the goddamn alligators again or something. It's either an alligator, a, a, a poisonous frog, or some hairy wild man with a rifle, probably. It's Florida. It's either Florida man. I mean – He got abducted
4: by aliens. He's just sent a message in, Yeah, in the Carl's chat. getting an anal probe right, right now. I'll be back swamp. soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's it's, it's really interesting though, right? The aliens seem to be able to make uh, vehicles capable of interstellar travel – um, yeah. and anal probes and those are like yeah. the only two things that they can do
1: yeah and destination florida i mean yeah i'm sure that
3: this is this is this is a bit like <laughs> the first episode of hypersensitive photographers podcast which was about two percent photography and 98 percent complete bollocks
4: yeah yeah and then another 17 percent of you just pausing and me going and 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 and
2: Charles Havens has joined the. <laughs> oh, there I'm, back. I'm back again. There I don't know that I lost my internet connection. I don't know what happened. Okay. Okay.
0: Oh. Well, um, so I was going to say I was, I was thanking you for actually no, yes, thank you for coming on and accepting this donation, uh, which you've uh, you've uh, received so grace gracefully, um, and uh, you've you've got a, your own podcast, haven't you? I believe.
4: No, I think so. No, we do. Just do to, do you want to so tell do. Our, our, our our listeners about your podcast, it's rubbish. No. It's, it's fine. Yeah, we, we don't want to we don't want to cannibalise your listenership by uh, by talking about something so awesome. To be honest,
0: well, it's called it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Well, it's called the hypersensitive photographers podcast, and it's available on all all good outlets. So, uh, and it's a very interesting listen, especially the one that went out uh, earlier on this this week.
3: If, any of, if anybody heard me on your podcast when I was on with um, James, it's a bit like that, but the whole thing is that ranting. Yes. So, you know, make what you will of that, really. It's either the good or terrible, yeah, which is I mean, basically we, we the, just... the reviews that we get. This is the worst podcast I've ever heard in my life. What's the point of it? <laughs> and then some people, God only knows who or what they're thinking, seem to actually enjoy it.
4: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the great thing about the reviews is that we're, we, we are still a uh, five-star, 100% five-star rated podcast. And, and the reviews are all terrible, but they're all terrible five-star reviews. It's, 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 I think that's probably the best thing about it.
3: It's, it does sum it up quite nicely, actually. Yeah.
4: Well, expectations I, were high. We'll give them five stars. Just hopefully they'll get better. But then they'll re- they recommend not to listen to us again anyway. So it's it's fantastic. But no, I, th- I think we just we just recorded an episode um, on Friday, and I think that was actually it was actually pretty good in the grand scheme of things. Which probably means it's still worse than every other podcast that's ever been created. <laughs> um, but I think we're getting to a level now where where we can probably actually record without too much distortion, and that that's really that's really where we want to be right now
3: we also have the advantage that when we get on the line and start recording we manage to do it within a couple of minutes of yes getting on the line to create the podcast which is unlike today's experience which was supposed yeah. to start at two and it's now five to three yeah, yeah.
0: and t- today's experience started long before two o'clock as well um, and just for the the, uh, the benefit of our viewers, uh, sorry, viewers, our list, list, listeners today, um, I've had a catastrophic failure of my computer, which has meant that I'm not on my usual PC, which has meant I can't record the podcast in the way that we normally do. Carl has been trying to get software onto his computer and failing, and it's, um, so we're now on Skype, and we're recording via Skype, and we have no idea how well this is going to work, so hopefully we've got a podcast at the end of this. Um, but yeah, it's it's been troubling to get, us, to get this far, and it's probably quite it's troubling it's for our listeners shit show <laughs> yeah i think our, our listeners are probably quite troubled listening to this as well so uh um but one of the uh the things that we we've heard about this forthcoming episode of the hypersensitive photographers uh, podcast is that you did a bit of topical news and uh, um talked about a problem that we've had with our pod with our facebook group photography with classic lenses would that be correct
3: which particular iteration of photography of classic lenses? Classic group are you talking about <laughs>
4: exactly? Yeah. Well, well, we do have an expert and, and which on this particular day because yes. it just seems like there's it's just fucking itself into oblivion every single day. It's, it's wonderful, yeah.
0: Um, well, we have an expert on the subject, um, uh, Johnny. Uh, you, you, I think you've you've launched the leading photography with classic lenses group that's currently out on the internet at this moment, Johnny. Uh, you, I, you, I, yes, you're referring to, um, The real, the real one. Photography
1: with classic lenses, the real one. Actually, the real, real one as of this morning. (laughs) Because there are other imposter real photography with classic lenses groups out there. So I hear. So we're taking immediate action over at the real photography with classic lenses and becoming the real, real photography with classic lenses
3: are any of the groups uh, uh, do any of the groups have um a set of rules that aren't quite as arbitrary as the one well you know in the, the original the, group when the, it comes to the, autofocus lenses
1: the real real photography with classic lenses we are we're open to everything we're we're, we're very welcoming we're a very welcoming group and you know we, Except for autofocus lenses, um, where, where, you what know, if that, I there's... have an
4: autofocus lens that that doesn't autofocus, but it's a classic lens? Does that does that work? Yeah. Or, you or, could... or, here's one. Yeah. Here's one. What if I yeah. have a Zeiss lens with a contacts mount that I use in AF mode on my contacts AX? Does that because that that's then fucking AF, right? So I can't I can't post that, can I? You contact lenses
3: it. are all right though, because I think I think yeah. Simon likes contact, le- contact lenses, doesn't he? So, right. so they, it's we, all right yeah. to use contact lenses. We, we've
1: as carried we've carried that we've carried that bit over because because we know that those at 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 their heart and soul they are they are really manual focus lenses. So we've carried that over. If they're sort of accidentally autofocus.
4: Well, oh no, no, that's no, no, in the real no. that's the real real group right that's not yeah, the yeah that's
1: the in the real real,
4: real yeah that's
1: in the real right. real yeah, well, yeah. The, <laughs> the only thing we don't allow it is that, is that tech art shit we don't allow that that's not allowed you can't you can't take a a, a manual what happens and,
3: if you use an autofocus lens Right in manual focus on a tech art yep. adapter, but you don't use the tech art
4: adapter. <laughs> only if auto-focus. Well, okay. okay only yeah, if yeah, you so first asking TechArt, the really difficult questions there, Hamish. No, no. I this like he's
1: a very clear question. It's a very clear question. That's perfectly acceptable as long as you put the tech art adapter onto a dumb adapter, which in it which disables any autofocus function that it may have. That's perfectly
0: acceptable.
4: So it's a bit like the built-in. It's a bit so, like the so, hang so. on, so is it going to be like the real photography with classic lenses that are manual focus, not autofocus, and tech art adapters that are dumb? Group is that, that that that's the that's the new one, right? That's
1: that's pretty much the yeah. That's the new that's the new real real yeah. But hang on a minute. Right.
3: What about if I put an autofocus lens from say the eighties on a dumb adapter? Hmm. So it's not autofocus. Surely that means that that's okay.
1: Yeah, as long as you put a tech art adapter in between that, <laughs> first, right, right. So it's,
3: it's all out. about it's all about a tech art adapter that you don't use.
4: Right, that's that's pretty much a requirement. Yeah. So that's should it be cool. photography without tech art adapters but with classic lenses? Should that then be the next? Are
1: or aren't
3: autofocus?
4: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that catchy I, yeah.
1: There there's serious yeah. potential there, and I, I would say we would consider um, amending um, well I, I
3: wouldn't know, amend why the very welcome group. Why not just start another six?
4: Yeah. yeah. Well, like, why not just take do, the word photography? Take the word photography out of it. Or just right. call it photography of as opposed to photography with, and then you'll be competing against the gas factory. Photography of classic lenses with very tech fun. art adapters and dam adapters installed in front of them group.
0: There was, and there you're only allowed to,
4: to submit
3: photos taken with point-and-shoot film cameras. Yeah,
4: yes.
1: point-and-shoot film cameras. Yeah. yeah. Um.
4: But hang on, they they, they would be banned because they're autofocus, right? No, um, no, no, no. As like long as you, yeah, as long as they're broken. Ah, they're yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Photography of bro- of broken classic lenses with broken. Uh, I'm lost. I'm lost. I give up. All right. Um. I, I don't. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know why, but I've, I've got the urge to
0: try and clarify some of this. <laughs> I really wouldn't bother. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. And um, have you yeah, been taking notes, be, Simon? Because I, I, well, I started to. Um, okay. But part, part of me, I was thinking, well, this this business about using a, a, a tech art but not switching it on is a bit like Bill Clinton saying that he yeah he's held a a, 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 a some marijuana but he didn't inhale. Um, so that, that's so that's okay.
1: Right. Um, or, or or that he didn't have sex in the Oval Office because he only got a blowjob.
0: Yeah, same thing. Yes, so, something on those lines. Right. So that so that's so that's one. Um, the other one, which is almost interesting, um, is that that and you didn't pick up on this, Johnny. Uh, when M mentioned about that contacts lens, he wasn't talking about the contacts G. Uh, lenses which um, no. as you know are are completely acceptable in the photography classic lenses okay. because i said so um <laughs> it's talking about those uh, those those other ones that, that were out for a very short period of time um for no, not for the for the AX camera no
4: no am not. No, no, not. not no no I'm, no i'm talking about the the normal cy zeiss lenses so the normal contacts yashika mount zeiss lenses that you can fit on it on any like one three nine one six seven s two. But then yeah. if you put them on the AX because the AX can autofocus. So technically any photo taken with an AX with any compatible yes. lens in AF mode is then contrary to your seven-page rule document. Hang on, I, I I think I've got a way to help with this. Hang on. Ah, oh, there you go. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that should do the job yeah i've just okay i i i thought um and because we
0: nobody ever talks about these lenses i thought we we're talking about the uh the the uh af lenses that uh zeiss made um i think it's the n series uh, yeah, cameras yeah, there, wasn't it? Right. yeah
4: yeah and they, they were produced for um pretty much as long as the hypersensitive photographers podcast available on all good outlets um, has been running for. exactly
0: Exactly. Yeah. Very nice, very nice looking lenses, very heavy. Um I didn't think much of the autofocus on it, because I've I've had I'd play with one of those things. And um uh, yeah, I can see why it didn't really catch on, which is a bit of a shame really, but there you go. It would have been nice to had contacts with us today.
4: Yep, didn't really catch on, just like the hypersensitive photographers podcast available on all good Outlets. Um
3: <laughs> that nobody in their right mind would
0: actually recommend you listen to. <laughs> Well, I, I think I've, I've decided now that I think we should actually call this the hypersensitive podcast. But um, if not, yeah, we're definitely going to put the the letter E in front of this podcast for explicit. Because I don't think I'm going to go through this and uh, do the deep leaping. Because it's, I think it's going to remove something away from the, uh, the integrity of the podcast, I think.
4: Sorry, you said integrity and everyone went quiet for a second. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
4: yeah. 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 And, and Carl just straight up left. Yeah. <laughs> again. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, no, I just got another message in the Facebook group. He's been abducted again. Yeah. Uh, apparently, yeah. they, they want to check out a mole. <laughs> Get the bloodhounds
1: marching back through the swamps. We've got to find Carl. <laughs> uh, okay.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm really glad I opened that second beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well no i, I think uh, on a on a deeply personal level um i i find it hilarious what what happened to the group and i i it, i know it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek and creating all of these secondary groups but the fact that you guys didn't think that the joke of, of everyone coming together <clears throat> and creating this single podcast was funny enough and you decided to make this other little joke you got called out in the group for, by, by some of the by some of the members saying oh you're, you're a bunch of idiots you can't change it back and then literally a day later carl <laughs> posts saying uh, yeah i've no, got a bit of a problem here but everything's okay uh, we set up a secret group so we can keep the name and uh, so we're just going to have to stick with the name for the next 30 days just, <laughs> it's just brilliant the you, fact guys, that you ma-
3: don't you don't even need Go. you don't even need to sit on the group name in the same way as you would if it was like a a Twitter handle or something because
4: no, it could, you've got the URL
3: you've got the yeah. URL so you could just change the name to whatever
4: <laughs> right exactly. You know, oh, and, and, unless unless they change the URL because I didn't I didn't check on that maybe in <laughs> and maybe in their mirth they they, they wouldn't change that but no, I, I think it's yeah, they, you know what I, speaking
1: as a uh, a well a current member of the admin team for photography with classic af lenses um i i don't think anyone thought that far ahead nor do they have the technical depth of knowledge to make that mistake
4: (laughs) (laughs) but are, are you suggesting that it still happened anyway
3: the perfect the perfect amount of technical knowledge to make the extent of mistake that they did but exactly, not but exactly it would,
1: it would it would take too much knowledge to make that mistake so the w- mistake that was right exactly yeah.
4: uh, well there, there's always next year
1: yeah I actually I, th- I think I should read this message that I got I got a message uh, on on Facebook. Um, uh, it was a little thank you for the the fine work that was done in uh, <clears throat> photography with classic autofocus lenses from uh, Mike in Ohio, who says, Simon and Johnny, thank you so much for any part you've played in today's fun. I've been smiling and laughing here uh, and there all day. I know Carl is having a cow, but he'll get over it. I love listening to each of you. Best wishes from Ohio, Mike. So I guess that was oh, that's really- nice. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that sweet? I mean, we got an actual, you know, we we've made li- people's lives better by completely fucking the hell out of photography <laughs> with a classic lens. I think it's a wonderful thing.
0: Oh, uh, i I've- I've I've definitely been going going through this. I mean, when I, I have to say, I I wasn't very happy uh, when when uh, I realized that this this had happened. Uh, it at the time, I was completely April fooled out uh, by the time uh, that th- th- this happened. After all the <laughs> effort that went went into doing the other one, and when I saw this, I it was like oh, uh, it was it was like like that, and uh, and then. And then it just gets interspersed with complete hilarity, the the just true ridiculousness of the situation. And then it goes back back over to, oh, no, well people are going to be attempting to join the group now because it's got autofocus lenses in it now. And we're going to have to explain yeah. to them every time. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, think, and, uh, I remember
4: asking you, I remember asking you earlier this week, Simon, <laughs> kind of how it was going. I think it was like 48 hours in. Uh, I, I'm trying to find the message, but I, I think your response was something along the lines of I'm, I'm veering between being livid and, and, uh, and having an aneurysm. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. And I like how Carl gets all Zen about it for about 18 minutes. And then he just like jumps on and types something in all caps and deletes a bunch of messages. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we we looked on the, uh, there's a, there's a bit where you can see how how the group has been moderated and I uh, had, had had a quick look at it and the page, the page was just completely full of call deleted call denied uh, <laughs> uh, uh call banned it was it was just that all, all the way down but there you
4: yeah, go yeah that's brilliant no it's it's, it's it, it is, it is really funny i think it was just the the immediate response of, of Oh shit, we've, we've just we've gone and cocked this up royally, and then the creation of Carl's group and then the creation of Johnny's group and then the creation of, of other people's groups, just, the, just you know, all of this this splintering, these denominations of, of photography with classic lenses appearing, all saying that they are the ones who are preaching the true Holy word. <laughs> yeah and one yeah. of well, Any
1: any any true cult needs a lot of leaders, I mean, ultimately, right? I mean everybody is is sort of their own little version of the cult, right? So it's absolutely it kind of, to me it Scorpio. kind of <laughs> makes sense. That ultimately everybody should just have their own personal photography with Classic Lenses group, which they can be a member of and anybody else can be a member of, but ultimately it's just their group, so you should have your own. So you know, yeah, I'm incur- I mean, I've been I'll, encouraging I'll be everyone should
4: just start their own group. Call yeah, for and I think I, I think, I think to be honest, is the internet doesn't have enough echo chambers, I believe, and I think having right. having more of those is is just going to be a fantastic thing for everyone.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm just delighted that you created one today that Mike there, uh, not Mike but Mike uh, Guterman can join because it uh, specifically yes. says APS in it. So uh, well done. Yes.
4: I, I did that after the fact. I, just, I think I created the photography with classic autofocus lenses and then after the fact added and APS film. So <laughs> yeah. I'm having some real big problems with, with the design guy, though. I mean, it's, I've sent over a brief um, to, to, to put the cover image together and the guy just ha- he has no idea what's going on. I think, I think he's working for the other side that
1: often happens in the creative world having you know i, I think we both kind of have worked have worked in that industry and you know those creative people are they just don't get it i mean it doesn't matter how clearly you spell it out in the brief they just don't get it
4: no exactly you you know they, they will always spell regrets <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I, I, was, I was really worried there for a second that no one would get that but i'm I'm happy now so um so yeah con- congratulations on your most recent imploding um with any luck someone's going to pick it up next year as all as all truly good uh april fool's jokes um uh, end up being so I hope you guys get the domain back. I hope you guys don't alienate your readership, and I hope you guys kind of make that seventeen bloody paragraph about thing for the group just something that's a little bit more easily readable because i was going to steal that for my for my own group um and it's just too fucking long i just i got bored after the second paragraph so can you fix that and then i'll steal it cheers it, cheers. it would it already
0: is condensed um you might not believe that but it really is um i'm, I'm just just thinking do you guys want to hang around while we do some do some emails because i think there's a couple of, of them in there that i think you might find uh you might wish to comment upon possibly i don't know what do you reckon, John? Yeah, Should I'm we do right. some emails? Yeah, we well, can do emails.
1: Yeah.
3: I'm happy to dip in and out. I've got... Yeah. Hannah's just told me... I've just muted you all and went downstairs to find out what's going on downstairs. Um, Hannah's going to do the hoovering, so you might hear a bit of that.
4: But, yeah, no problem. That's fair enough. It's better than eating crisps on the line. Hey, Amish.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what, well, an hour and a half ago when we first started? <laughs> that, was that, that,
4: on the was, that was an hour I'm and a I'm hungry year.
3: again
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we do this for another hour, I'm gonna need to go get my pee jar, my Sunny Sixteen pee jar. Nice. So that I can pee while I'm sitting at my desk on the podcast. That's how you know you're on a real podcast that it runs on that long. So nice. You know, it's been it's been a while already. So I'm starting. To if, if
4: if you if you just just if you stop talking, we can start. Just stop talking about going for a piss. Yeah just do it just do it in your pants that's what the tenants that I sent you there for
0: alright let's let's do some emails Johnny have you, have you found them
4: I, I don't I've I found uh
1: no I am um, <laughs> I, I have let's see I have an analog manifesto I have 28 millimeter lenses are yeah, they the ones yeah they're the ones is that is that the ones yeah yeah would the, the, you the like ones. to start with an analog manifesto whichever you like Okay. uh, Email from Julian Holden. Subject, Analog Manifesto. So, it's come to this. Dash, the inevitable march of technology. Ellipses. You guys have, together, risen from M43 through the heartlands of APS-C to the utopia of affordable full frame. Not content, you advance to 30... Not content... You advance to 35 millimeter or rangefinders, as you often refer to them. After this flirtation, you have pushed on further through the experimentations with medium format, and now some of you have even reached the majestic uplands of large format. And now it comes, and now comes the amalgamation of all things analog and emulsive in the cartel that you call CFNSLSP. So. One of us poor digital users, albeit with old lenses, left behind in the sensory ghetto and apparently consigned to the dustbin emoji of imaging history, question mark. A vilified, rejected, and forgotten underclass with our future now behind us. Cheers, J.P.S. Great podcast. That was from Julian Holden. I the that stuff.
0: Yeah, and uh, obviously we refer, referring to the uh, the mammoth amalgamation that uh, that pretty much fell apart immediately after we started it, um, but it's actually there's a, there's a there's a there's a fair point there. I think that um, regarding uh, some episodes, we do we are quite heavy on uh on film and on cameras certainly <coughs> relatively recently uh compared to where we were in, in in the past and i think it's i think it's right that we should recognize that um as much as the three of us the, the three hosts and actually the two guests that are here uh heavily analog that um you know it's a it's a podcast that's open for all, and it started off uh, by uh, adapting lenses on uh, digital cameras. So um, so we haven't forgotten you. Uh, that's 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 the main thing there, um, and uh, we will continue to talk about uh, putting old lenses on digital cameras. Well, I'm glad you guys will. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Was that door closing? The sound of Carl leaving again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Carl oh yeah it just says carl's left the chat yeah door closed door slam yeah all right uh next email do we want to go to the next email yeah go for it all right peter schaefer schaefer uh subject 28 millimeter lenses podcast number 13 wow that's ages ago that's ages ago okay okay um, hi, catching up on your older podcast and came across your discussion of 28mm lenses. I agree that 28mm is especially well-suited to street photography and rapid work. Uh, some of my work with the TC1, so he's got some links in here, and then some of uh, and with Leica M2, most of these shots are with the CV 28mm 1.9, uh, and then it continues on. But I think the generalization you make about 28mm lenses, just not feeling right, as if there might be some psychological uh, basis for that, is not right. Uh, I think it's personal preference. I can't stand 35 millimeter or 50 millimeter, and I know others who feel the same way. To me, they are in this bland, often meh zone. I much prefer 28 millimeter as a wide and 40 millimeter as a normal. And I think the preferences for wide and normal are related. You want them to be different enough from each other to give perspective differences, figuratively as well as literally. And your preference for 45 slash 25, I think, is similarly related to the, your preference for 50 and 35. I prefer 20 slash 21 for ultra wide. I just rediscovered my Roli 35S and have fallen back in love with 40 millimeter, another link. Um, and I recently got a Zeiss Biotar 58 millimeter, and I'm enjoying it quite a lot. It's nothing like a 50 millimeter. Anyway, wanted to speak up for the 40 slash 28 minority. Thanks for the great podcast, Peter Shaper. Well, do right, you
3: like I mean, 28 millimeter lenses as, as long as they're on rangefinders, Johnny?
1: Uh, this is true, actually. Yes, I would say that's true. Yeah, I, it's which is which is complete nonsense. Sort of like uh, Simon and his Tessar thing. They're
2: <laughs> so, okay as
1: long as they're on a medium format or a APS format or a thirty-five mm point shoot. But as long as they're not on a thirty-five millimeter camera, film, full frame film camera, they're fine. Isn't that right, Simon? Spot on. Yep. Yeah. See. See. See.
3: Which will be the new group it?
1: photography with classic Tessar autofocus lenses—the real, real one.
0: <laughs> but I, I think it, it makes it makes a good point there. Uh, it the, these these focal lenses. Uh, there just happens to be uh, well, three members of this podcast are, are not uh, fans of twenty-eight millimeter lenses, um, and Unless that's
3: they're mounted on rangefinders.
0: Unless yes. they're on range fans, of course. Um, um, and actually, I've got one on a on a point and shoot camera, and I, I really love it on that. Although that's also I can also mask off. Uh, the top and the bottom to do like a pseudo panorama with it which, and it makes it look even even better um, but it's just one of those things isn't it i mean we, we're all wide in certain ways there are plenty of people that absolutely cannot stand 50 millimeter lenses and that doesn't make them 50 millimeter lens bad it's just that you know some people like them and some people don't and it's and that's just how it is with 28. So i've got plenty of good photos with 28 millimeter lenses but i just tend to um, go out with a yeah believe me um, and uh, i just tend to go out with a, a 24 or 25 and a 35 that they just they just fit what i like to do but we're all different and so that's what makes things interesting
1: yeah yeah and anybody who thinks 28 millimeter lenses suck you can go look at gary winogrand's photos and then you can just fuck right off because that's what he shot and if you don't like his photos there's something wrong with you so you know he pretty much proves the point that 28 millimeter is the king of all focal length focal lengths for street photography given the assuming you're in new york city in the mid 60s uh early 60s and there's loads of stuff within you know five feet of you at any given moment 28 millimeter lenses
4: are just amazing yeah, that's a good- Sounds like an utterly achievable goal. It is, yeah. Anybody can do that. I'll, I'll just, yeah. <laughs> no, I think I've, I've had this conversation <clears throat> uh, with myself and with, with a whole bunch of other photographers before. I was recommended to go down the thirty-five mil focal length route by uh, focal length route by a very good friend of mine, and I just didn't, I didn't get on with it, um, and I, I still don't get on with it. Um, I didn't get on with lenses that were, that were any more than probably about 58, 60 millimeters in length mm. um, until relatively recently, moving to ninety mil uh, lenses on my rangefinder, then eighty-five on the SLR, and in and amongst all of that, well, the way I found out was buying the um, that uh, what is it, the Nikon AIS. Uh, 105 2.5 um, and I, I, I bought that I think I shot two rolls with it <laughs> and then it was just yeah, I love the results but it just wasn't for me just just from a framing aspect and I think focal lengths are something that we're, we're, we're born to, to love or hate um, we can develop into um, uh, but, but if something makes us feel uncomfortable that doesn't make us feel like we can achieve our photographic objective I think that's something that really just doesn't change
1: yeah
3: well i don't know i don't know i see a lot of it i think with this sort of thing because it's all so subjective we just i'm convinced that we just kind of create these narratives for ourselves like i i was talking about this because i just recently reviewed the 35 mil um 1.4 zm and um i absolutely loved it and i didn't have any there was nothing about the experience and i i for a long time have said i don't really like shooting 35 mil i mounted that on my various rangefinders and didn't even think about the fact that it was 35 mil i just shot it absolutely happily and and that's a particular lens that's really big and awkward to use compared to some other 35 millimeter lenses on rangefinders
4: yeah and, and i didn't, I, 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 I didn't sh- find that a
3: problem either and i still quite well, and, I, I, and i much tend to prefer smaller lenses so I, don't know. I think you I, know, I, we I, tell I really things, I, I get
4: you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off again as I yes. have a habit of doing on the podcast. If, if I'm looking at a th- standard, if I'm looking at a um uh if I'm looking through an SLR uh, with a 35mm lens, that the focal length just doesn't do anything for me. If I'm shooting that on a rangefinder, it's it's slightly different. <clears throat> um, and mm. the the real big putting off factor for me is I I wear specs. So even with my M2, which has got the, the kind of widest um, or the the, 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 the the least magnification of both of my likers it's still a chore to be able to see everything that's in the frame um, because my specs just push my eye that far back from the eyepiece that I just can't see all of the frame lines. And I've, I've gone over that <clears throat> in part by by using a, a Voigtlander 35mm, just a, an add-on, kind of viewfinder thing um but yeah for me with rangefinders specifically is i don't really care what the focal length is as long as i can see what's outside of the frame and i think Mm. that's where 35 mil bothers me and i really don't i just can't afford a 55 or a 58 or you know whatever it is m6 um but just looking looking through the lens on an slr just that that focal length just seems a little bit yeah, you know, it's neither a 28 nor a 50 it's neither a 28 nor a 40 it's kind of this weird in between focal length
3: yeah well that's exactly how i felt about it and then mm. and for, for, i've had that as i say that those words rattling around my head every time i thought about 35 minute I mean, i've probably written that down a whole bunch of times on the blog but then i as i say i borrowed this lens off size stuck it on my camera and just shot it and didn't feel like it was an in between focal length i got all i used it and was was more than was more than happy so i, think, I don't know I i'm convinced could, that we just the, these the, these are it's just one of these sorts of things isn't it i think you get used to what you what you what you're used to but on top of that you yeah. kind of as i say create these kind of narratives for yourself that uh, well i don't like this like I, that it doesn't work for me and then but I, I, you know given the right I, circumstances, i, 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 think I completely if you're, we can probably make anything work for you. Stop interrupting. Jesus no, I can't. Christ, no, I
4: can't. It just, it just can't happen. No, it just no, can't no, happen. Fucking no, no, no. I agree with you. There you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> can I interrupt no, I really quickly? I agree too. No, no, no. no. Um, I'm not done interrupting Hamish. Right, yeah, but I need to interrupt your interruption to say that oh, okay. I also agree with Hamish and with you that it all depends
4: what, do, do, do you want to just get off the fence and pick one of our conflicting opinions, please? Nora, oh, no, I, I think, the, the, we're just
3: talking. It's the same thing, isn't it? We're talking about something that's entirely <laughs> entirely subjective, and that could yes. change on you know on the basis of uh, uh, thousands of different variables. You know, you could you could think that you don't like shooting a focal length, and then you could be in a situation where actually it's the absolute perfect focal length, and therefore it becomes the right focal length. That, so.
4: Yeah, and, and a point in fact on that. So um, actually shooting for, for the last kind of uh, four months or so, I've been shooting um, <clears throat> an 85mm lens and it's, it's something that I never really gelled with, that, that kind of lens. <clears throat> However, in, where, where, where I shoot this lens now is perfectly suited to how far this lens goes. Um, and it's it's just finding the right time and the right place. And as you say, just just finding one or two of those variables that kind of switch and they flip, and then suddenly you find actually you really like it, um, and actually well, it I, works really really well. I'm going to interrupt for, you for now. I'm going to interrupt you now. No, no, so, don't want. You no, don't, don't have to interrupt. I'm going to give you the floor. Thanks
3: very much. So Thank I. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> 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 I have the same with shooting landscape versus portrait. I tend to shoot landscape format all the time recently i bought myself a like a tl and for some reason with that camera i only shoot it portrait orientated so who knows get your head down that one
4: yeah it's true um i would say if you're um if you're not a fan of shooting uh, focal lengths that are longer than 85 millimeters just get yourself a two-times anamorphic adapter. Stick it on the front of your lens. It'll make it twice as wide, 45 mil. No worries. Job done. There you go. There's my nugget of advice, question mark, for today's podcast. Good I'll just, morning. I'll see, my, I'll see myself out. Ah, oh, Carl's back. Um,
2: on the telephone, does it sound terrible? It did then. It did for back. a moment, yeah. yeah. With the, the, the only thing we could hear was the word terrible. Does it sound bad on the phone it's getting better okay I, our, our modem has died i'm so mad that i've been swearing so much that my wife won't stay did in the you, room and she's
1: good. did you happen to change the name of your uh your your <laughs> modem like like in the preferences on your computer did you just like change the name of your network or something yeah because you no, know sometimes no. just completely just for the real Haven
4: family up. wi-fi
2: no <laughs> this is the main modem that comes into the house that connects to the router it's uh, screwed. Wow. Anyway.
4: <laughs> well, I'm so fucking I, I'm
2: pissed I, off I can't believe it.
4: That
1: hasn't happened to you at all the past week or so. So I know you've been very calm, but we were talking about how calm you've been the past weeks generally, Carl. Yeah I've, real calm.
4: yeah,
2: I've been real calm. Yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: I almost don't know where to go with that. It's, it's sort of um, stop the conversation dead in no, this track. Yeah. Yeah. If I can interrupt, has anybody seen that, that new you can't movie? Interrupt. Stop interrupting everybody.
4: Uh, there's oh, a, hang a, on, hang there's on. So I can, I can on solve on the podcast. problem. I can solve the problem with the last 20 minutes. If you, just, if you guys give me five seconds of just of silence, I can solve this right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the episode six of the Hypersensitive Photography Podcast. We've, we've, we've got a couple of special guests on today, as, uh, as, uh, as you'll no doubt be aware. Just um, apologies for the interruptions, but I, I guess we don't need to because it's what you guys all expect anyway. So, Hamish, have you been?
3: Oh, I don't know. I can't, I've lost track. I've been on this line for so long. <laughs>
4: It's like words have no meaning anymore. Carl's being constantly impacted by aliens.
3: And he's pissed Uh, off.
1: Carl, are there people in red pajamas running around your neighborhood with scissors? Because (laughs) I heard there's some strange things happening in Florida that way. And I was just thinking about how this week all the podcasts have been replaced by other podcasts. And it sounds a lot like that movie Us and i'm wondering if that's
2: know. really what's going on i don't know i'm i'm hypersensitive about everything right now <laughs> <laughs> available on all good don't give, outlets don't give me any don't give me any shit i'm hypersensitive right now
4: <laughs> so simon do you have any do you have any more emails for us can you save us please just make one up <laughs> well well before, before that I, there was one,
0: one point <clears throat> That I want to just make about these fo- this focal length discussion, and but uh, the, the other thing, I mean, you've you've touched upon it uh, when you're saying that well, the 28 millimeter on rangefinder is, is is somehow better and sometimes you know, than on um, SLR. Or uh, uh, yeah, and uh, you know it, it's it's it is down to the the, the type of system that you that you're using, and I mean I've mentioned it be, before on the podcast that when I was using Micro Four Thirds. Um, I would be regularly using 50mm uh, lenses, 135s, 85s, and stuff like that, which is doubled in focal length. Um, in, yeah, with what you actually see because of the crop factor. Yet, uh, and I was perfectly happy with those. And yeah, I don't use those focal lengths. I don't use those. Sorry, I don't use those equivalent focal lengths um, hardly at all uh, since I moved to full frame. And I never really entirely un- understood that really.
3: Where well, it's just the, another random variable to add to the pile of massive random variables that mean <laughs> that people do or don't get along with different lenses on different cameras.
0: Exactly. Actually, the other part was, I didn't think <clears throat> I enjoyed 28mm lenses on Micro Four Thirds either. So <laughs> there you go.
4: Yeah, and I, I think just to just to back up what Hamish said, I think there's there are narratives that we tell ourselves, but then there are also... Um, times when when those narratives come into question, because we actually find ourselves with those focal lengths for one of a 100 different variables, and we find ourselves in the right situation to to be able to use them. So maybe it's a question of experience, maybe it's a question of opportunity, maybe it's just a question of sucking it up and just saying, let's stop being such a whiny bastard and just go and try it. Yeah, Maybe, maybe the whiny bastard hypothesis is the correct one
0: yeah oh, it also it also, yeah. it also it also depends on what you're shooting as well of course because there are just some focal lengths that work for the type of shooting that you're doing and um i've got to say that might I, just be
3: another one of the another one of the variables oh,
0: oh it is it is i mean certainly when i was i was on micro four thirds i used to shoot a huge amount of flower photos i mean that's that seems to be how i got into classic lenses and i would test my lenses by going into the garden and taking flower pics which i, I don't do on full frame in the same way so I don't know.
3: Is that because you realize doing that is massively boring?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, massively boring. Uh, you know, if I could interrupt Simon's sort of point about It's a good uh, way
3: for I, testing bokeh, though, isn't it? Because you get yeah. to see what it looks like on the foliage in the background. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really interesting.
1: Very sorry, Tommy. I apologize. No, no, you can, you can. Your interruption was not an interruption. Actually, it was, it was. I think this is ultimately what we're talking about is the gestalt of like camera, viewfinder, lens combination. That ultimately, it's what it's it's the it's the way you frame the world through a viewfinder. Ultimately, and it and I think it works on SLRs and maybe doesn't on rangefinders and vice versa because the, the way an SLR it seems to be a very immersive. Um, <laughs> way of looking at the world because you're looking directly through the lens right off the mirror so you're sort of viewing it directly and 50 millimeters was always the thing that worked for me always always a 50 millimeter shooter because i was using a minolta slr with like the perfect one-to-one viewfinder you can shoot both eyes open and it looks like the entire world is you know the same magnification the same as your eyes but then i went to, to to rangefinder and it didn't work at all like not at all, and I started shooting 35 on a rangefinder, and it feels right because it's the ultimately it's it's how you view through the viewing device. I think is what makes it work or not work.
3: Well, I always say about the difference between a, <coughs> a SLR and a rangefinder. You 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 frame with an SLR, yeah. whereas with a rangefinder you frame with your brain.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: You frame because I don't use if I if I'm shooting an SLR or even one of my mirrorless cameras, I tend to habitually put it up to my eye and look through and frame with it because it's it's so you know explicitly what you get right in, in the, through the viewfinder. Whereas with a rangefinder, I'm looking around. Mm-hmm. When I find the thing I want to take the photo of, I've got a good idea of what the size of those frame lines is going to be. When I put the camera to my eye, I put the camera to my eye, and I take the photo. Mm-hmm. I think it's just yeah. I mean that's just one of those other. <laughs> Yeah. Huge amount of variables that mean that some cameras work for different people and others don't, etc. Well,
1: so that's that. That's why I've never been able to use Nikon cameras. Period is because their viewfinders are horrible, like universally horrible, and and I can't get on with them because the way the inf- so not only is the viewfinder horrible, the way the information is displayed about how you make the exposure is generally horrible because they change it on every single camera from model to model. They never. There's no continuity whatsoever between any their cameras and how the viewfinders are displaying the most simple information, such as shutter speed and aperture and exposure plus or minus. They've, they're different from every single camera to every single camera. So I can't get on with them, and I never have for that reason, is that they, they get in the way. And a good camera's viewfinder, especially an SLR, should just disappear. So, only from the mind of
4: Nikon babes that's a mouth of babes sorry
2: so you already talked about about longer focal length lenses while i was off probably right
1: no we only talked about you
2: no (laughs) because i I, um you know (laughs) yeah right so i only have that 40 (laughs) (laughs) uh, i only have that 40 40 millimeter voigtlander knocked on lens on my bath and i been getting bored just having that one focal length, so I think been almost ready to hit the buy button on a 75 millimeter. And uh, oh. do you know anyone that has had that lens? <coughs> uh,
4: no, I've got a 90, if that helps.
1: I've got well,
4: 75,
2: a point five. if that's
1: the one you're
2: looking yeah, at. Oh, 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 that's the one. That's the one. That's the I'm, I'm thinking of buying, but I just bought yesterday or today before. Uh, like a uh, the Elmar nine millimeter, and maybe I'll wait until that comes and play with it for a while.
1: You'll be bored with that in five minutes. Like I can just tell. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's a. I just I know it's and that's actually a really. I think it's a great lens, but I think you're going to be bored to tears with it instantly. It'll be on eBay before you've even opened the box. You'll 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 just hold the box in your hands, and rather than opening the box, you'll just re you repost it on eBay <laughs> and slap a new label on the top. That's my theory.
2: Yeah. Perfect it's lens. Like the F4. UF seller. Yeah, the tiny yeah, the little f four, the tiny little f. See, the, the, left see left the great photos. Yeah, there's nice there's lens.
1: It. it is nice It is. Carl's gonna hate it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Hey, how about another email? Oh, there's more. I guess. Yeah, That's there is. You? I actually, I, I, I have. It's an email slash shout out, sort of actually. Um. So this is from uh. Chuck Orgar Chuck Origer Chuck Orger of Austin Texas he says Um, Hi, Johnny. I got the Graflex book in the mail on Friday, and you should have it by Thursday. Long story short, I got that book from a friend over 20 years ago. He was in the business of selling used photography gear, and at the time, I was interested in Graflex cameras, and he gave it to me. I never actually did anything with large format Graflex cameras, so when I heard you mention your interest in them in a recent podcast, I decided the book needed a new home. Love the podcast and can't wait for Mondays to get uh, the new episode each week. In uh, regards, Chuck Oregor, Austin, Texas, and I have in front of me. Hold on, I got to take my plate off of here. Um, I have in front of me Graflex. Gra- oh wait, sorry, Graphic Graflex Photography, a master book for the larger camera. Uh, copyright. Hold on, let me read the date here. It's got a nice green <coughs> cloth binding. Copyright date 1948, and this is a truly awesome book that is all about. Kind of Graflex cameras, but also just photography generally, and proves the point that nothing in photography has changed since, like all exactly the same shit. It, it, none of it works any differently ultimately. But no, this is, a, <laughs> this is a this is a great book, and and I was really excited to get this, and I want to just say thank you to Chuck. Um,
2: super cool book. Yeah, please.
4: I'm sorry, didn't yeah. <laughs> did, 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 did everyone just give up there for a second?
0: Because yeah. we don't. Oh, what the
4: hell? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, we could actually just end it there on that. <laughs> no, I, I don't. What's like going on? Hyper- I checked out. I went the photographer's downstairs. podcast. I think I
2: don't like this hypersensitive <laughs> photographer's podcast. <It's> yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Did everything just stop or something? I went downstairs and then came back up and put my earphone back in again, and there's just nothing going on.
4: <laughs> that was it cali- yeah. It. Yeah. 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 yeah, it did. It did. <clears throat> I, I think I, uh, Johnny, just Johnny, just I to address that point. Know,
0: I I afraid. Afraid. Oh, no, we, did, we didn't get that. Somebody was breaking up then. I was breaking up.
4: <laughs> I think he's gone. <laughs> 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 I think. Oh no, there he is. His connection's back. Um, Johnny, your your point there about photography basically being the same. I agree. We have, you can look through old BBS groups, you can look through readers' letters to popular photography, you can look at um, the uh, uh, newsletters' From from uh, uh, Fred uh, over at, uh, at Zone uh, Zone Six, and it's all the same. People arguing and complaining and and are, and debating exactly the same things. They're talking about focal lengths. They're talking about development times. They're talking about technique. Yeah. They're talking about they hate this and they like this. And that I think that that kind of stuff is universal. And although the the endless argument and kind of troll foolery that you get on social media today may seem a product of where we are today actually it's just it's this endless conversation that we've been having for a hundred years it really Um, is it's incredible (laughs) i mean
3: and all all that happens all that happens over time is you get there's more there's more layers of it like i've just written a, a post i've got a post going out tomorrow um about whether or not it's invalid or valid to use um photoshop or software as part of an analog process and yeah. because there was loads of arguments about it on on facebook recently and it's it, it, there was two, it was just constantly this two-sided argument and nobody seemed to be stating the absolute blindingly obvious that it doesn't matter it's completely down to the individual photographer like right. if somebody wants to like take photos with a film camera and then in color and then take them into software and turn them to black and white and up the contrast and, you know, draw pictures of cats with a biro on top of it. That's completely up to them. Like it does not matter for shit. What, how you approach these things or whether or not you like 28 millimeter or whether you like, it's all personal preference. But yet we seem to have these massive extended arguments about these things Mm. with very little, regular sort of recognition of the fact that it's just personal preference and that it, 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 it doesn't matter like it actually doesn't matter because for the majority of people it's just something they do for fun for themselves so well, and,
4: and and hamish just, just, to, just, to that, and, and ju- just to extend that and and just to extend that the the really interesting thing is is that these kind of arguments are, are all that they're all made um <clears throat> at the point of capture or, or, or at the point of conversion or, or translation by that particular photographer. Some people um, don't, ch- uh, don't edit stuff uh, in post. They don't edit stuff um, in the darkroom. They just do straight prints, blah, 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 blah. But if you find yourself looking at a print in a in a gallery or on, on someone else's wall or whatever, the, the last question you're gonna ask yourself is, Oh, I wonder what camera and focal length that was taken out. I, I wonder what process the photographer went through to, to do this or this or this, because all you're doing is appreciating that print. And it's a really horrible, it's a really horrible comment when you, you you, you well, it can be considered a horrible comment when you see stuff like this on, on um, social media and stuff when people just say, uh, you know, it's all about the print. Everything has to be about the print because it, it sounds a little bit, um, closed off and a little bit one-sided but that's really just a condensed argument to just say whatever the final output of that photographer's work is whether that be a print digital darkroom whether that just be sharing it on, so- on social media that, that that is enough to validate whatever process went through to get that photo to where it is. Unless the guy slid that fucking HDR slider all the (laughs) way up to what
1: happened.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Apart from that. In which case, yeah, it's absolute bullshit.
3: All photography (laughs) taken with (laughs) with HDR processes is bollocks. And and everybody who's photographed that that should be (laughs) taken out and hung. It becomes not
1: photography as soon as that happens. It's no longer a photo. It's it's an (laughs) HDR.
4: Apart from that, everything is... 90% Uh, of
1: countries around the world.
4: And I'll, 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 I'll draw back on that, actually, because there was a recent post by um, Hasselblad on social media and they took, I believe it was on an Australian photographer who'd shot uh, one particular pit crew at the Australian Grand Prix a few weeks ago um, on Portra 400. No, sorry, on the, the Hasselblad um, X, XCD, X, XKCD the, whatever their, their, their new medium format camera is. And I mean, he'd literally slid everything up to a hundred and posted these photos. And there's, there's all of these people complaining about it. And yeah, the photos looked like they were <clears throat> completely unreal. Just completely, I mean, it, it almost looked like a really bad piece of CG. Um, however, I guess for that guy, for his for his particular visualization, it you know if it works for him fine if if that's what he wants to do and if he can make a living from it and if he gets happiness out of it fine i will vomit every single time i see something like that maybe maybe um uh, uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for uh i can't even figure the word out Oh, i'm lost um metaphorically there you go (laughs) you know maybe i'll metaphorically vomit when i see stuff like that but it's okay if that works for that guy then that's fine and you know we should accept that and then we should try and change his view um, if he's not using,
3: <laughs> if, if he's not by using going it, on social
4: media and telling him, him telling he's wrong him
3: repeatedly, how wrong he is.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but I, I know that this little rant is a little bit tongue in cheek. But I think, with the exception of HDR, as long as the photographer is is has produced an image that met his visualization, then that's fine. I if there's a problem with the... that final image, no, no, no. no one sec. If there's a problem with that final image in the fact that it is absolutely terrible then perhaps a conversation needs to happen about that visualization process i don't know this has kind of gotten away from me i don't know how to claw it back into some semblance <laughs> it does, the, the point is even
3: even hdr like it, it, if as i so i said at the end of my the post, the post i, re- that I um, referenced a minute ago my last two paragraphs are after all finding the process that makes you happiest while also resulting in images that how you want them to look has to be the end goal else really what is the point in taking part i enjoy photography because it makes me sad and i hate the outcome said no one ever <laughs> and, and, but that's that's all it comes down to like if people like taking photos to sort of contradict what i was saying when i was talking to james um however many episodes it was if people like taking photos and hate sharing the shit out of them all power to them like who are any of us to to question
1: that Well, it's just that
3: it's just what they like to do.
1: Right. So just to interrupt, I'd sort of interrupt, but not really, because you I think you were just running the end of that one. But so we we
4: give you the floor.
1: Thank you. Um, So, again, this this is why everyone should start their own group, which. um, (laughs) So I'm just typing in right now, photography with classic lenses without HDR in. Um in in color um with all the sliders slid to the right in HDR. And that's the, the real. And that's and right. that's well, my whilst
4: you were well, whilst you were saying that I've just created a new group which is HDR uh, uh photography with classic lenses, real.
1: Yeah, I mean, and, and everyone should create their there. own group specific to what they think makes them happy. And it might not be photography, but that's okay. You can call it photography.
2: I want. I want to raise my hand and talk next.
4: <laughs> it it doesn't matter. We can't understand you anyway. Stop. Yeah, you're just breaking. I'm them or up.
2: see you raising your hand.
4: <laughs> can you, I think. I think. Can, I think. I, think, I, think, I think, No, I think Carl's still on the mother mothership. Can you hear me? Carl, just type
1: it, and one of us will read it out. So you hear me? Can you
4: hear me? And his voice, Brett break up i think carl it's, carl type it out and johnny up? will do his his best impression of you reading yeah. it out you know i'll i'll go outside well i have a better signal
0: oh it's good though no? you're okay you, you don't you don't you don't sound like you've been aily probed okay anymore. how's that <laughs> yeah, better signal it off. much, better. much better. better okay yep yeah.
1: much better okay good
2: so um so what Em just described, as, as the way I've been approaching photography in the last couple of weeks especially, I mean, I don't care if the photos um, look good enough to print and put up somewhere, because I don't put them up anywhere except in my office or my um, spare <coughs> bedroom in the house. But um, doing it is, is the part that, that's fun for me. And, and in the last two weeks, I shot six rolls of six different kinds of film, and um, I just was playing around. Just and, and I was excited to see what they looked like, and I shot everything from – uh, ASA 50 film up to 3,200 and uh, all different kinds of grain and, um, and it was kind of fun waiting for them to come back for, uh, so I use a lab, I don't develop my own film and I use this little indie photo lab that does a great job and, um, the, and, and as I'm scanning them, I'm just thinking, wow, this looks really cool, this is great and, um, and, and seeing the different way the images look on the different film and um, I didn't process any of them I posted a few on Facebook no, just the whole thing was fun, and while I was shooting digital during the week, I was thinking, you know, this is cool. I like this little Fuji X100S that I have.
0: That so it's so
1: exciting! It's making <laughs> you yarn, I can tell. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> it's because then, it's,
0: it's the, M's on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so you <do>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know, but no, exactly. the,
2: the first. I haven't
0: started my Fuji rants yet.
2: No, the first roll I started to scan. I I I was immediately thinking I gotta get some camera film back in the camera, and I, I still have two rolls that I haven't done. I'm just parsing them out, so I have fun a little bit every day over six days, um, looking at my looking at my shots. And there's nothing spectacular, but they turned out they turned out pretty good. Some of them. Oh,
4: okay. uh, yeah, no, it's you. Uh, uh, you're absolutely right. It, it it was it is all down to the. It it is all down to that photographer and what enjoyment you get from doing something or not doing something. Because if you're not getting enjoyment from it, then 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 why bother doing it? Unless of course you're being well, paid to make of other people other angry. Experience. Oh yeah.
1: yeah, I mean that's I forgot about I forgot about yeah, that. There's that. I mean, I thought I mean yeah. I think isn't that the reason that you know bo- bokeh photography exists? I think is to just make people angry. You know, photography with classic AF lenses, bokeh only, making other people angry. The real one would be a really good group because, I mean, then that that really encapsulates the, the heart and soul of of photos that are really not photos that are all just bokeh of Could flowers.
2: Put, I had a hard in, time in brackets, following. So
3: yeah, yeah, all flowers. That was what I was about to say
2: all, all flowers in brackets at the end. All flowers. Yeah. okay I broke one of our rules this week on the um, Facebook page. I got to watch what I, go back and look at what I said, because someone posted a, a pretty cool picture um, on, on our page. And they said that they shot it at real high. So to get a film look and I looked at it and I zoomed in. And I thought, Jesus, that doesn't look like film. I can't see any grain or anything.
1: You should have really ridiculous. moderated your own comment there because it was I, I saw that comment. Carl and i thought it was a little bit rude because you were you just what we're talking you just broke the first rule of if it made makes that person happy you should you
2: no know. i said i really like your photo i think it's really well done but it was it was, it, like it, was it, but it was a
1: criticism wrapped inside of uh you know
3: i saw that and was he not just was it not just about the fact that it had got that kind of teal and orange, orange look that's Popularized by American TV series,
4: maybe that's what it was. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I think that's what he was talking about.
4: I'm yeah. just glad that this week, this week, um, I managed to get an AF lens photo into all three current classic lenses photography <coughs> <laughs> Facebook groups, and uh, and and no one did anything. So it just it just boils down to. At the end of the day, you don't really know what lens any photo has been taken with if the lens hasn't been stated. So all of you guys out there with prejudices against 28s or 35s or 40s or 12s or, or 105s, well, you can just all go and screw yourselves. Um, no, we're <laughs> just confused. We're
2: confused this week. <laughs> because of the original screw-up, and then Johnny's the stupid uh, thing with his... Page that he's inviting people onto. So.
4: But, but but Carl, your group just to address this because we've spoken about Johnny's group quite a bit. <clears throat> your group, the the main reason for it being smaller um, than Johnny's new photography with classic lenses group is because you have all of the best photographers in there. Is that is that is that the line that you're running with? Of course, quality is better than quantity. <laughs> Exactly. Go so, so if you've more, got it's gonna, so if you've got fifty guys in your group and Johnny's got a hundred guys in his group and the main group has got like four and a half thousand members, what exactly are you saying about the about the other four thousand three hundred and fifty members in in the main group? Are you alienating them? Is that what's happening here, Johnny Carl? Johnny Carl? Oh no, I'm not saying anything about that.
2: I'm just talking about the people Johnny invited to his group. <laughs> <laughs> but but my I don't know why like, we have so many members. We do not have eleven thousand people who participate on a regular basis.
1: No, I mean I did, and just this was the whole plan. I thought was to get them all angry enough that they quit. Because now people are like, you know, this isn't funny anymore. This isn't funny anymore. Just get over it. It's just a name change, and it's like I'm like we're on day three. How, of course, it's not funny anymore. How how unfunny do you think it's going to be on day twenty seven? I mean, hang on, hang on, so hang on.
3: Can I, can I just make a point? So what are, are, it is still well, funny, I just to say that and it's it going to be more <laughs> funny on
4: day twenty seven. So <laughs> yes, no, I'm with Hamish. I'm with Hamish. Because you guys, I couldn't I mean, even speak on our.
3: I we were recording our podcast the other day. I couldn't <laughs> even speak because I was laughing so so much for how funny it is.
4: It's
3: definitely <laughs> it is still true. funny.
4: It's true and, so, and you can so, find so, episode so 4 is, of the hypersensitive photographer's podcast <laughs> on uh, all good channels. Yeah. So what's what the plan? That's what
2: that's the, what I mean. That's plan. what's I mean, I mean, we'll, great about it. Yeah, I, yeah so with the with the pl- look, listen, make sure I understand the plan. So the, the group that I created that has a few number of members in it, right? All the other groups are going away including the 11,000 one, right? And we're just going to start with that new group of 40 people and just build from there, all right?
1: Yes, but you have to make sure because what's going to happen is all the – once people realize that you're collecting all the quality photographers and photography in that group, you're going to get bombarded by requests from certain parts of the world that collect Facebook groups. And so how are you going to keep from diluting the quality of that group unless you set up a decoy group? That, no. that, that you can convince people is the real quality photography with Classic Lenses group. And,
4: I mean, and Johnny, you know, I, Johnny, I have to say, adding the word real to the beginning or the end of a group name is definitely the best way to convince people that that is, in fact, the real group. You know where
1: I got that from, of course. I mean, I got that from, you know, the real president of the United States, who is the real you know, he he started the real because, I mean, he you know, that's how, you know, it's really him because it says the yeah, real Because it's
4: real. Yeah, Okay. I'm just too one ignorant. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, make that's where the
2: real more, comes from. I, I can make one more name change to my little group. So just wait till this afternoon. and see what happens. He's going to change be it to
4: the real. classic photography with lenses group. Yeah. No, no, it's so going to be the new the yes, new and
2: improved photography with plastic lenses
4: group. <laughs> Well I was gonna say because if you do the, the the classic photography with lenses group, then immediately you, you've 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 uh, removed the, the worst photographers for the bunch who are those uh pinhole guys. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, so, I, I've got. To, I feel like I should actually uh,
0: defend um, at least one one of those uh, because uh, Andrew Bartram is one of the hosts.
4: Yeah, I, I knew you were going to say that. I'm, I'm, we I'm, don't want to hear from you, I'm, Johnny. No, no, start, no. Start no, no, no let it. me
0: finish. So, like I say, I should defend him, uh, but I'm not. So please continue.
4: So <laughs> I, I would like
1: to, if I could just interrupt. I would like to the de- de- dis- de- debate and then dispel this idea that that um, pinhole photography is lensless cuz
0: that no, isn't good that's that's, that's that's very deep.
1: It's it, it. Well, think about it. It. I mean, this it, is
3: literally the worst podcast I've ever been on. Uh,
4: <laughs> hey Hamish, Hamish, literally. I was. I was, to to really takes, I was just about to send you a
0: message.
4: I was just about to send you a message on Facebook saying we, we literally do have the next episode of the hypersensitive right here. I mean, it was, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is this is essentially this is essentially what we're doing. I mean, I can't believe that we've. managed to bring them down it's fantastic <laughs> oh, wait. this was the
1: plan all along wasn't it m i mean i just this is where it all started i mean this was, it was, I, this was ultimately a takedown plan that i mean the,
4: the, this the whole, group whole was the
1: opening take for all this to happen
4: well, yeah, the whole week has been a takedown. That, that, you know, the April Fools' joke of you guys coming together and alienating myself and Hamish because you guys were just running scared of how great the HTP was, and then suddenly we're here recording the next episode of the CRP, yeah. and suddenly you guys have just turned into the hypersensitive. I mean, it's just, it's just genius.
1: No, you, you, I mean, you took the, the shittiest podcast in the world and, and declared asymmetric warfare on the rest of the podcast world, and you're just t- picking them off one by one. Yeah. And turning them all into your ladder. own podcast. You don't even have to like do any work anymore. It's just. No. No.
4: This is the end game for us. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, just, it's wonderful to see you guys kind of degrading into, well, basically uh, not degrading, upgrading into into our level of conversation. And the fact that Simon has essentially been, been non-vocal for the last 30 minutes is just because he sat there just like going, wow, I never knew we could achieve <laughs> such heights of conversational ecstasy.
3: And then it just stops again. I love I love that once in a while,
1: and we just completely stops talking. <laughs> I mean, I I knew the game was up when Simon. I you know that that morning I woke up and here's Simon and M with this master plan. And and right then and there I knew that there had been a traitor in the midst all along. And and <laughs> you know that it was all a big setup. And and it, but I mean, but I like that. So I just you know that's why i didn't speak up and um and then when they renamed then and then when when photography with classic lenses was sort of ineptly renamed i just figured you know it's all just becoming real it's becoming more
0: than real it's becoming I mean, real well what you're what you're you're not actually realizing this and the pennies is going to going to drop pretty soon there this is i've been in on this all along That's what um, I just said. Yeah, yeah, and and it's a case of yeah. When we were setting up the uh, the 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 so-called April Fool, which is not obviously not. um, And um, I got Mike uh, Mike Guterman uh, to have a have a chat with me, and I managed to get Mike uh, Mike Guterman to talk almost nonstop about digital cameras and put it out on his own podcast. Exactly.
1: Exactly. That's that's what I'm talking about, Simon. You managed to like- fake him into to turning <laughs> the best analog photography podcast into complete shit, wanking about digital. I mean, it was like I, I, just heads were exploding everywhere. I was imagining the heads exploding everywhere of the the negative positives listener base. You know,
4: it was literally I, I I was privy to that, and it was literally like the end of Kingsman. Yeah, when <laughs> it when- <laughs> Uh, well well uh, ladies and gents thank you very much for tuning in and listening to episode 17 of the hypersensitive photographers podcast we're not going to tell you where it's available because by now it's available absolutely everywhere you you used to listen to every single other podcast thank you very much
0: are you you not going to ask us to uh, any shout out sam no oh okay (laughs) <laughs> you, you don't need shoutouts when you've
1: conquered the world. What's the shoutouts are for? You know, shoutouts are for when you care about what other people think and you want to make them feel included. It has nothing to do with domination.
4: Yeah, this is this 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 is domination via ignorance. It's it's the best kind of domination. It's just winner by default, default, default,
0: (laughs) default. Well, well, uh, I just wanted to say uh, thank you for letting the classic lenses podcast be part of your your great podcast empire.
4: Yep, and uh, Hamish is is very very glad to have you, aren't you, Hamish? No. No. (laughs) (laughs)
2: he been fed to the dogs to the dogs loose. <laughs> The dogs have been turned loose. The dogs <laughs> of the state for coming to get Ooh. loose. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm walking around in my backyard while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> Pacing up and down.
3: What's going on? Dog.
0: What is it happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I think we should leave leave it to you, uh, you and no, Watch to out say, for
1: the poisonous frogs in the backyard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you should just close close this off now,
3: Hamish. Well, do I close it. just usually interrupt him, tell him to shut up, and then put the phone down.
4: Yeah, that, that's that, that's basically what we do. Yeah.
2: All right. So you're going to record, Simon,
0: and yeah, uh, we, we are recording clandestinely. So be recording. Oh, it's right there at the top. Okay, good. Right. Okay, so we're the the, the gang's all here, which is good. Yep. Um, how's my voice com, um, coming over? Is it okay? It's not too loud. Everything's fine. Yeah, except it's for the bad. accent. Bit, Great.
4: Yeah, a little yeah. bit, a little bit whiny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh the, the the plan is that you guys are here to accept, accept your uh, six, it's six pounds by the way um i'll i'll we'll just have to pretend that i'm sending you the thing but, so i can't Excuse get into me. my stuff. well six pounds yeah <laughs> that's, a, that's that's a, that's the reason why you've turned up <laughs> and <sighs> you're not you're not getting all of your six pounds either because there's this paypal fee off that I'm if your, your PayPal fee. um <laughs> Um, okay,
4: so. Um, no, was, that, was that actually Hamish or was that Johnny doing a really, Six really pounds. bad big band eye compression? <laughs> it was it wasn't Johnny, me. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it was fucking Johnny. <laughs> Six pounds. Six pounds. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, me old mucker. Oh, you did a right bang up job with that accent.